paper. And here's the rub. You follow drugs, you get drug addicts and drug dealers. But you start to follow the money, and you don't know where the fuck it's going to take you. Black Equity, DJ Moultrie, Episode 7, let's get to it. I want to welcome everybody to this beautiful day. Oh man, there's so much, there's so much uh, feedback from the last episode. Who would have knew? That Tiffany Haddish would have caused such an uproar in our culture. Come on in. Let's sit down and let's have a conversation. We're going to talk about some of the after effects of yesterday's episode. I really want to take this time talk about the reason why following the money is the first thing you should do in this game we call life. See, in this game, you can be easily tricked and manipulated to believe that what is in front of you is the real thing and what has been handed to you is where the value is yeah see it's it's a deep game and once you start following the money you start seeing what you thought was important really isn't What you saw as valuable is really just a mirage. For example, we just had, in America, we just had Christmas, right? Everybody is, you know, running here and they're running there. They're deciding, you know, what am I going to buy this person and that person? And really, people have been hoodwinked into handing over money to these corporations at the last quarter of the year so then these companies can reach their end of the year Goals or end of the year returns for investors. But we have bought into the idea of Christmas as being, well, we have to spend this amount of money. We have to, we have to, you know, give uh, our money away to these companies because our kids, our, our friends, our family will feel some type of way. So money exchanges hands every year around the same time around the same time every year in the fourth quarter companies either 
are able to reach their goals or they they just have a bad fourth quarter and you may see the first quarter of the next year them to to decide, okay, well, we're just going to have to close down or we're going to have to change this or we're going to have to change that. The average American spends $700 on holiday gifts per year, totaling more than $465 billion. This is based off the National Retail Federation estimates. $465 billion just in America alone is spent during those holidays. So then we jump into the you know the, the first of the year. Now companies are now planning, okay, how do we execute for the first quarter? This is you're you're really inside. Gotta talk about this. You're really inside of a, a huge machine. You're really inside something bigger than what you're even paying attention to. The branding, the commercials, the advertising, the everything is... I told you a couple episodes ago, if you weren't paying attention, go back. This is all made up. Everything in front of you is not real. You're being played. But you don't. So in this episode, I want to show you how to follow the money. I want to show you how to kind of trick your mind into seeing maybe the equity of things, the black equity of things. And perhaps you can turn from being someone who receives mostly salary and wages into having an investor mindset. Because that's going to be what's needed if you're going to roll with us in this podcast. If you roll with the people who think like me, you're going to need to be an investor. But in order to be an investor, you're going to have to learn how to follow the money. Not chase the money. See, what happened was you came into this society and you got hoodwinked, you got bamboozled. And you think that it's all about the hustle. You believe that this game is all about the grind. This game isn't about the grind. This game isn't about the hustle. It's all about following the money and seeing where it takes you. The moment you see where the money goes or where it comes from your whole world will open up and you'll never quite see the world the same way all these books are written movies are made TV shows are distributed and what I want you to realize 
is everything that you see. If you look around wherever you are, the car that you drive, the whatever you're drinking on, whether it be the wine, the lemonade, the sweet tea. I know somebody got their popcorn out. Everything around you is a direct connection to where all the money is. Everything is an exchange of value. And for many people, the greatest exchange of value that they give is their life. People are literally handing over their entire life for a few dollars in exchange. And so on this episode, I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't show you how to follow the money because see once you understand how to follow the money you can go back to last episode and replay it again and you'll catch things that you didn't see before because all the answers are there I don't even have to dispute anything I don't even have to argue anything there's nothing to argue Because all I got to do is look at the equity of things and everything reveals itself. This is a really simple game. This game we call life. Everybody's trying to get over on the next person. Everybody's trying to manipulate. Everybody is trying to do something to get ahead. But the real goal of business is to be honorable, my friends. To find you a circle of great people to be around and be honorable in how you make your money. Because see, when you're not honorable, your empire crumbles. And so today, as I show you how to follow the money, You're going to be able to sit back, take it all in, and now just design how you want to play the game. And there are different games. Not all of us will play the same game because we all have different values, different skill sets, different things that we can bring to the marketplace. This is a different type of game. This is the game of life. So, I'm going to pull back the veil and we're going to follow the money. And I warn you, when you start following the money, it changes everything. The number one reason people hate America, the number one reason is because of our religion. Americans worship money. We worship 
money. Separate God from school, separate God from work, separate God from government. But on your money, it says, in God we trust. All my life, I've been looking for God, and he's right in my pocket. Americans worship money. And we all go to the same church, the church at ATM. Everywhere you look, there's a new branch popping up. Reminding you about how much money you got or how much money you don't got. And if you got less than $20, the machine won't even talk to you. (laughs) Now that's how you do stand-up. Just in case anybody in the audience needs to take any notes of how to do stand-up, that's how you do it. That's one of the goats. So, let's follow the money. How do you begin that process? Well, it starts with understanding the first thing you heard on this podcast. This was quoted from The Wire. My boy Lester is talking to some of his uh, other police officers who are doing the investigation into the Avon Barksdales of the world. And they say, or Lester says, you know, when you follow drug dealers or you follow the drugs, it leads you to the drug dealers which is what they were really doing throughout the first season, is they're really just following the drugs. And that only is going to take you directly to a drug dealer. That's all drugs will ever really do if you're investigating someone. But if you follow the money, you don't know where it'll take you. Huh. Very powerful, very powerful. So on yesterday's episode, I sat down and instead of following projects, I followed the money. Because see, we can go tick for tag and we can go and listen to all the jokes of Tiffany Haddish and all the jokes of Kevin Hart and all the jokes of this person. And if you follow the jokes, then you'll just have conversations about comedians. And then we'll never get down to what we're supposed to be talking about. Who's the better comedian? Who's funny and who's not? Eh, That's just following the drugs. And that only leads you to drug dealers. On this podcast, instead of following the drugs and following the drug dealers, let's just do something very simple. Let's follow the money. Because it's the money that connects everyone. It's It's this invisible thing we call money that makes everybody get up and go towards something each day. Their goals, their aspirations. It's the money that moves everything. In many ways, your church, your religion is centered around money. 
they'll send emails out to make sure you're going to be there just so you'll pay them the money. They don't really care about your soul. They just want the money. And they'll trick your mind into making you believe that they're good people so they can get your money. So how do you follow it? Well, see, when I was coming up, I never really thought I would be like, you know, like an NBA player or an NFL player. I'm not big enough to be no basketball player, no football player. I'm just a regular dude. And so I began to read books. And thank God, because if you want to hide something from a niggas, yes, I said niggas, N-E-G-U-S, means king. You put it in the book. I was reading the books. I mean, I was reading Roots. I was reading encyclopedias. I was reading about, uh, what was the name, Tukey, uh, about how they started the Crips and the Bloods and what it was all supposed to be about. And I just started reading about Asada Shakur. I started reading about uh, the political prisoners, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. I started reading the game. So I got kind of scooped to it real quick. And so many people believe, ooh, let's follow the money here. Many people believe that the reason why they killed Martin Luther King Jr. is because he was about to unleash an economic plan for the culture. Yeah. Well, oh, you, you think that is like a uh, a scary thought? You think I'm just making that up? Well, then why did they bomb Tulsa, Oklahoma, the original Black Wall Street? Uh, Why did they try to burn down Raleigh, North Carolina, another part of the Black Wall Street? What I mean, come on now. If we follow the money, then we can see why things are getting destroyed in our communities. So they were saying that Martin Luther King was about to put out an economic plan that was going to shape everything. And then, boom off the planet when you follow the money you begin to think like your enemy see I was never going to be a basketball player or a football player but I told my friends oh no I'll just own the team and they all laughed you know, everybody's bigger and stronger and they're they're wanting to be on the field. Hmm. But my mind always said, well, why can't I own the stadium? Why can't I own why can't I be the person who decides the game in which everybody else is playing? Why can't I be an owner? Why do I have to grow up to be Owned, huh? And so I went to school and I went to a, a, a black college, 
and they taught about my study. I studied marketing and business, and they taught us how to be great employees because honestly, that's all they ever saw themselves as. So they can only teach you. Let me put this on. Ooh, ooh. This wisdom is very important. Grab your grab your notebook. You can you can teach what you know. But you can only you can only duplicate what you are. You can teach what you know. But you can only duplicate what you are. And that's a that's a that's wisdom that comes from the minds of someone like a TD Jakes that teaches about that. He said some one time he said, you know, I can teach you Chinese, but I'm black. So I can only my son is going to be black. But I, I mean, I can learn Spanish. I can learn French. I can learn all these other cultures, but at the end of the day, I can only reproduce what I am. So if you go to these schools, most teachers are going to teach you about business and political science and sociology and African-American studies or whatever it is that you decide to learn. They can teach you what they know, but they can only reproduce. They can only duplicate what they already are. And so if your teacher didn't already have a business, wasn't already a psychiatrist, wasn't already a doctor, wasn't already a lawyer, then they're just talking words. And so what you have to end up doing is what they used to do is you have to end up becoming an apprentice. You have to go train up under people who've already played the game in which you want to play. So if you want to be a great podcaster, go sit down with a great podcaster. That's what I've been doing for the last three years. I've been listening to everybody. I saw the way they do their podcasting, and I noticed that they always leave out the truth. And so I said, okay, well, if I put out black equity, what am I going to do different? How about we just tell the truth for a change? Because people will hide things from you because they want to control and manipulate and they want it to seem as if they're above you. So then we birth black equity. We birth it out to the culture. People are starting to gravitate towards it. And they're seeing that, hey, the truth will set you free. So if you want to learn how to be a doctor, go sit underneath a doctor. But make sure it's a good one. It can't just be a doctor. It has to be someone who's, a, who's excellent at their craft. You want to be uh, the best basketball player ever? You go sit underneath Michael Jordan and you learn from him. You want to be the best quarterback? You sit underneath a, a really great quarterback and you learn from him. The game of being an apprentice is one of the, the quickest ways and best ways to become a master at your craft.
And with the technology that is in place, you really can be a master at your craft by simply reaching out through technology to find the game that you want to play and finding the best people who've already played the game and to learn first and then go do. Learn it and then then go do it. Learn it and then go do it. Learn it and then go do it. So my goal when you're coming here to get your daily wisdom is to make sure that I'm teaching you something that you can go do. I want you to go be able to go do something. I don't want you just to come in, listen, and then disappear. No, no, no. This is a community, private community. If you want to be a part of our private emails, contact me. We'll send you the information and you can get more information about how to grow, how to how to build your mind for this game out here. And so where your mind has to be is what do I learn today and then how do I go do it? So today's lesson is how to follow the money. Following the money is a lot simpler than what you think it is. See, you thought you were following the money when you went to school and then you got a job and then you traded eight hours a day, nine hours a day, some people 14 hours a day for a certain amount per day, per hour, per year. And so that was the bribe you took in order to uh, basically sell your dreams. And so... Many people, that's where they stop. There are people who they take that amount, they get paid whatever it is per year, and that's all they do with the rest of their life. And at the end, waiting for them is a gold watch and a pat on the back if they're lucky, if that company is still around. And that's the game. They have kids, and they they live for the weekends. And that's pretty much it. They have two weeks vacation, maybe three. They they accrue a certain amount. And that is the game. Forever. And so that is one way to follow the money. By simply taking an upfront uh, bribe to do a job to make somebody else rich. That's one way to follow the money or you can look beyond the surface and have what I call your your antennas up just simply just see that every single thing that is in front of you is what you could do too it's really simple if if somebody could pay you X amount of dollars then why can't you pay someone else X amount of dollars? Why can't you start your own company and pay somebody else X amount of dollars to sit there while you live your dream? 
So here's the first thing you need to do to follow the money. Have a dream. Because see, nobody will be able to help you build your dream unless you have one. So rule number one, principle number one, have a freaking dream. Think beyond your current situation and start thinking, what is it that I'm trying to accomplish in this life of mine? I got X amount of time left. Who knows what it is? How do I make sure I enjoy every day? What is it you're trying to accomplish? Have a dream. Number two, I want you to start figuring out what is your game. Now, when I say game, what I mean by that is not how you're going to play people and, you know, trick people. That's not what I mean by game. When I say when I say what is your game? I mean, what is it you do that's effortlessly that is effortless? What is it you do that you you just do? Me, I, I, I see myself as a communicator, a thinker, someone who can strategize. And so I just do that all day. I, I'm an acquisition strategist. I help companies who are looking to acquire uh, more assets. And I sit down with them and I analyze with them. Okay, well, what can we do to acquire the things that you want to acquire? And they pay me for that. That's my game. But also then own my own company where I am my own acquisition strategist, where I'm looking at opportunities to acquire opportunities as well, assets as well. Okay, but then I also take that same mindset and then I work with other people who are investing in areas that I may not have expertise in, but they may have expertise in. And so I invest in them. I invest in their company and I don't necessarily do anything there. That's more of a passive investment. They're, they are already are really great in that, that particular area. I trust that they can go do the things that they say they can do. And I sit back and I let my money work for me. I sit here on the podcast and I strategize and I look at the culture and how it all relates. And how do we, you know, how do we see the equity in things? How can we, how can we be better as a culture? What can we do? What is the truth? What is the underlining message that's going on here? What is the strategy uh, involved here? And I'll link it all together for you. When the book drops in in the next 30 to 40 days, I'll be going through the same type of process, giving you the tools. Very similar. So everything connects. Right. And so you have to figure out what is your game? What is it you do effortlessly? It shouldn't it shouldn't be something that you have to strain yourself to do. It should be something that you you could say, I could do that in my sleep. Find that thing. And then connect that with your dream. How does that connect to your dream? How do you get to play the game and still live the dream at the exact same time? See, that's the goal here. Is they both have to, it has to be something where you're able to do what you want to do when you want to do it, how you want to do it, however long you want to do it on your terms. That's how you follow the money. 
Because, see, what we did yesterday in yesterday's episode is we followed the money. We saw everybody's game. All these production companies and studios, and they all built these games. Directors and producers, and we just followed their game. We followed the money. They all decided to start companies and own these companies and have assets that we call movies and TV shows. They all have assets. All I did was go look at what is the game that they're playing? What is the dream in which they have? And so I jumped inside their dream world to see what game are they playing? Game isn't a negative thing. It can be used negative when you try to X somebody out because you no longer want them as part of your game. You no longer you no longer want them as part of the same industry as you. So you try to get rid of them. See, that's the thing. Play your game. But see, here at Black Equity, I ask you to be honorable. Never get in the way of anybody else's game. Once you start getting in the way of other people's game, you're not honorable, my friend. Never use your power or influence to try to stop somebody else from succeeding. Never try to crush somebody else's dream because we all got into this for the dream. We're all building towards that dream. And once you start using power and manipulation to try to take down somebody else's dream, I lose a lot of respect for you. No matter what your name is. So have a dream. Have a game. Be honorable. Don't get in get in the way of anybody else's game. And then scale. The quickest way to scale is not necessarily getting more it's finding other people who are who are playing a similar dream and a similar game as you and partnering up and in our community a lot of people don't want to partner you know you have people who are scared to reach out to me because they don't really want to partner with me they rather compete with me but you can't compete against somebody who's not competing so you really it's an invisible competition I'm not competing with none of y'all. There's no, there's really no competition here. You can't do what I do and I can't do what you do. There's enough for all of us. So if we work together, we can build something. We can partner up, but I'm only partnering up with people who are honorable. And once you start trying to compete and take people down and is that really part of your game? Is to try to crush other people's dreams? That's not part of mine. Now, in, in, in business, your job is to be better than the next business. But you don't do it by trying to take down other businesses. You do it by providing the best products or services in your given area. And that leads me to my next point. What value are you bringing to the marketplace That's where you follow the money. So it's not even really about following the money. It's about following the value. Following the value that you can bring to other people. The reason why the NBA owners are making more money than NBA players is because they actually bring a different type of value to the marketplace. 
when you own a team, you have more value because you actually get to employ hundreds of people. When you're just a work for hire, then you can only only uh, get paid for that particular work for a certain amount of time. And so it's all about value. And as you age, your value goes down. And then you're out the league because you're, you're marginalized to a skill set. And so what you have to do is be able to create value. And so what that means is teaming up with other people who know how to create value or who already have created value. So on this episode, I'm giving you some tools here. So here are the things I want you to go do. I want you to go sign up for our private email list. I want you to go write down your dream. I want you to go write down uh, what your game is. Those are the things I want you to go do. If you would like to sit down for a uh, consultation, awesome. Go on my IG, go on, go on the link, schedule it. If that's what you choose to do, I'm not saying that you have to, but you're going to need to start strategizing with other people who've already are playing this game. Now, if you're already playing your game, you already have your dream and it's time to elevate it. It's the same thing, my G. It means it's time to elevate your dream. That's all it is. It's just an elevation to another level. What you are doing on one level, you'll be doing on the next. So today, today's episode is about following the money. But really, that's just marketing. Because it's really not about following the money. It's about finding your value. And once you know your value, then you can start that company and bring value to the marketplace. But a lot of people are scared to start the company. They're scared to do partnerships with people because they don't see themselves as valuable. Now is the time in our culture where we must follow our value. I'm calling everyone underneath the sound of my voice to see their value and charge for it. You should should no longer want to be owned. You should no longer want to be enslaved. You should no longer want to build somebody else's dream. This is a time in our history Pay attention. We are living in history. This is going into history books. This is our time to build our own. And if you're not building your own, then they'll X you out. And when it's time to get rid of you, they'll pretend like they don't know who you are. And they'll try to blackball you out the industry. And we already know that's just too much power for people to have over you. And 
in order to take your power back, you must empower yourself by owning your own companies, partnering with other companies, and don't work with people who don't want to partner. If people don't want to partner with me, I just know it's not a great deal. If they are not looking for me to come on as a partner, then they don't value me. And really, I wouldn't be valuing myself. I gave you a blueprint. What you're going to do with it? Follow the money. Episode 7. DJ Motree. Black Equity. I'm out. too much money here. I mean, nobody should be hitting lotto for 36 million and we got people starving in the streets. That is not idealistic. That's just real. That is just stupid. There's no way Michael Jackson should have, or whoever Jackson, should have a million thousand drupal billion dollars and then there's people starving. There's no way. There's no way that these people should own planes and their people don't have houses, apartments, shacks, drawers, pants. I know you're rich. I know you got $40 billion, but can you just keep it to one house? You only need one house. And if you only got two kids, can you just keep it to two rooms? I mean, why have 52 rooms and you notice somebody with no room? It just don't make sense to me. It don't. And then these people celebrate Christmas. They got big trees, huge trees, all the little trimmings. Everybody got gifts, and then somebody's starving. And they're having a white Christmas. They're having a great Christmas, eggnog and the whole nine. That's not fair to them.